This week we talk about some fun, wild, and unique places to have Florida animal encounters. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. How are you doing tonight? I am good. How are you? I'm just peachy. <laughs> peachy. Is that good? That's not, you said that almost sarcastically. It's not bad. Okay. I, I mean, okay. I could say I'm just, what's the opposite of a peach? Is there an opposite of a peach? I don't it's think like so. It's like a sweet fruit. What's like a bitter vegetable? Um, I don't know. Broccoli? I guess. I don't know. Okay. I never really thought about I, it. I, I want you to think on that <laughs> okay, and come I'll back with an that. answer. I'll be back next week with my answer on a bitter broccoli. Or bitter, is there a bitter, bitter fruit? Vegetable. I don't know. An aperitif? What was it you were just talking about with an a, that was a bitter aperitif? What were we talking about? We were talking about uh, Beverly, the drink oh, yeah. at Epcot <laughs> is a bitter aperitif. That's right. That's right. Speaking of that, our um, blackout dates end on Saturday. Yay! And I can't even tell you, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm so addicted right now. Like, I just, I feel like I'm... I can't be there enough. I started. I started uh, following this Facebook group called like Disney Pass Holders. Yeah, and it's a lot you of, invited me to right to also join in on the on the addiction. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's a lot of inside tips and a lot of inside jokes. And this one uh, lady in there said something like, "Day six of of." Disney pass holder Florida resident blackout. Yeah. Today I had my daughter hit me in the shins with a with a shopping cart at Publix <laughs> just so I can imagine it was a stroller. <laughs> that's funny. So. I saw one guy on there that was there's always somebody on social media that's so like negative or bitter, you know. But he was like talking about I guess he's an outer state pass holder and talking, I, thought, I saw that. There's a lot yeah. of those. Why? I gotta wonder well, how, how Because I, I think if you come more than once or twice or more than maybe two or three times. I guess if you come more than two or three times a year, it's worth it to become a pass holder. Um, but he was he was so negative, and I'm like I, I like we have this. Maybe I've talked about this before, but we had we had there's this like test that you can take that we all take at work that is called Strength Finders, and you like figure out what your top five strengths are so that you can work better with other people, right? And right. so you know what your strengths are, you know what their strengths are, and you can play off of that, and you are all six more successful. So my number one strength is positivity, Aww. which <laughs> which you always say that I'm overly positive and optimistic, and now that I know that my number one strength is positivity, I'm like, God, I'm annoying sometimes with my positivity. You're one of those, like, <laughs> someone's like, got a case of the Mondays type of person, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not that, I'm not like that, but, um, but I do, I do find myself, anytime anyone says anything negative, I always immediately come back with some silver lining, which has to get annoying. I apologize in advance to everyone who knows me, but, um, but, 
But it was funny because I, I'm listening to this guy just gripe because people are complaining that they're in their blackout period. And he's like, why don't you just fork over the extra money and get the non-blackout period? Oh, he period was, he was complaining bl- that people were complaining. Yes. And, double negative. Yes. And then he was he was mad because he paid extra, you know, because he's not a Florida resident. And then all these Florida residents paid less than he did. And so probably a lot less because we did the blackout dates. Anyway, long story short, it was like, dude, you need you need to go to yoga or something. Well, I mean, it's like these these are not the things you have vent sessions about on Facebook. I mean, it's crazy. Well, that was a vent session for everybody else. It sounded like everybody else was venting. Also, there was no shortage of threads about everything on the internet and on that group. So just if you don't like what they're talking about, just move on. Yeah, that's like the one thing you I click see... on the top right little downward arrow and say hide this post, right? And then you never have to see it again. You see that in so <laughs> many comment sections about a, a lot of times it's about movies and TV shows that because not everybody watches every TV show obviously you can't yeah so there'll be a comment about like Game of Thrones that a lot of people watch but a lot of people don't or, yeah. or Marvel that uh, uh, Infinity War not Infinity War Endgame is coming out this yeah. weekend well no it came out it will have been out by the time this airs. We are going to see it Yeah, we're actually night. recording this podcast a little bit early this week, earlier than usual for us. Because we have a full weekend and we don't want to get like yeah, up we against don't, the Right, we don't want to get up against the wire. So, um, so we have not seen Endgame yet. For those of you who are like, spoilers, yeah, don't, yeah, don't right. say anything, don't say anything. We are not going to say anything because we have not yet seen it. Um, but we do have tickets that we bought like two months ago. I know, which is great because now, <laughs> like, now it feels like it's free. Like it, yeah. we bought it the day it went on sale. Yeah. But what I was going to say is whenever there's like a news story about something that's stupid that not everybody pays attention to, but enough people do, maybe it's a sport, sport, you know, a sports team thing or a, a movie or TV show. There's always that one guy who will comment, who cares? Get a life. Like, who? Like, well, you cared enough to pop into the yeah, comment section. Yeah, yeah. If you don't care, just move on. Right, right. So I see, yeah. I see it a lot. In, Everyone has comment. different interests. And if that's, if what people are talking about annoys you or doesn't interest you, yeah, Just move on. Move it on. Doesn't, it doesn't have to, like, life is too short to get all riled up because someone is sad that they're in blockout period. Right, right. You know? And it's not even like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, sure, I would love to buy the premiere pass that doesn't have any blockout dates. And we probably could. We could probably figure out a way to budget it and make it happen. Is it worth it? No, the not really. The thing is, really. whenever you're there, when the blackout periods, whenever you it's wouldn't be in blackout, it's miserable anyway. It's miserable. It's too crowded and too hot, and I'd rather not yeah, be there. So, yeah, absolutely. But I've been seeing a lot of that, people complaining about stuff they don't care about lately, because like right now, we're in like this thing where... Avengers Endgame is about to be out and I guess the Game of Thrones is in its last season and okay. so everybody's hyped about each one and so you see these comments and people are like I don't I'm care. so excited about Avengers Endgame I can't even like it, it's funny like even our daughter was saying I cannot wait until Friday I can't wait till Friday and um, Saturday we're going to Disney but she's like is so excited about going to the movies on Friday night like, I'm who really, cares about I'm, Disney I'm we're hyped going. I can't wait by the time <laughs> yeah. this comes out on Monday we will have already seen it so hopefully it doesn't stink. Yeah. I'm sure it won't. And it if you can't. haven't seen it yet, when this comes out, if you have not seen it yet, I just just a tip for you. I, I saw this article um, in the in by Screen Crush, and but I I saw a few articles that um, that basically said the same thing. Um, but there's an article called "When to Go to the Bathroom During Avengers Endgame" because it's a three hour long movie. It's three hours. That's a long movie. I mean, typically. 
a two-hour movie, you have oftentimes you'll have to go at least once, you know? So, I mean, well, three hours... Buying the huge drink is a rookie mistake. It is a rookie mistake. I told everybody in the family, we are, like, dehydrating. We're, like, weight-cutting like a fighter right now. <laughs> like, I'm going to be... I'm going to go in three pounds lighter because I'm going to have no water in my system so I don't have well, to and our daughter was like I really want to get popcorn it's going to be the movie of the year and I have to have popcorn I'm like popcorn requires a drink I uh, wouldn't do it rookie mistake <laughs> so um, anyway but uh, I forgot what I was going to say now because although you were, there was an app that tells you when to go to the bathroom oh thank you yeah so no it's not an app it's an article so um, it says when to go to the bathroom during Avengers Endgame and it gives you a brief description I'm not going to say it on the podcast because Andy doesn't want me to say it. He doesn't want to know anything. Like, even this... Our dog is snoring in the background, if you heard that. What is going on with him? Wow. That is crazy. Settle down. (laughs) Um, So, anyway. (laughs) but So, Andy doesn't even want to know the non-spoiler that it is. I don't even want to know. It's not not even a... It's not even... What they tell you is not even a spoiler. Maybe a timestamp. At between one hour and 19 minutes and one hour and 23, you can run. But that's all I want to know. But I don't want to know anything. Anyway, so... I'm in social media blackout. So, read the article if you're not, like you know ridiculous like Andy is and you don't mind someone telling you a very innocuous part of a movie that doesn't give anything away nope. um you know it's like these two people are in this room you can go you know plug in my ears say. and go la, 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 la. <laughs> so anyway but i thought it was funny that's cool did we get a, t- a tweet this week we did. Re- regarding last week's show we did we got a, a tweet from because i thought this was pretty funny the chosen one the chosen one he reached out to us before yeah he i think he's a, a frequent listener yep. so thanks for listening um his handle is is well, of the chosen one, but his handle's at MB Marsters. And we did a post this week for our episode all about... Um, all about... We did Disney... Um, Disney dining, dining tips. tips. yep. And we talked week. about ref- free refills. And we, we mentioned we mentioned Pecos Bills because that's got a really big... Kind of, like a topping bar where you could go there and kind of load up on a side dish, right? Yeah. So... I guess there's a book out called The, the Dark Side of Disney. Dark Side of Disney, which I never heard of, but I, I, I need to get this now because I love stuff <laughs> like this. And he said The Dark Side of Disney has a tip. He said dining it's, tip, go to Pico's Bill, Pico's Bill at Magic Kingdom and just make a salad from the toppings bar without paying for the meat. See The Dark Side of Disney book for more similar tips. So, without paying for the meat or without paying for the meal? He said meat, but okay. I think he probably meant meal. meal. Either, either way, they sell meat there. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. It's You know what's funny is I, I actually brought that up to a friend of mine. I said, hey, this guy tweeted at us and he said, just go to Pecos Bills. And I don't know if that's his tip or just a tip from the book because we mentioned Pecos Bills. Yeah. And he said, I got a, a tip here that said, just go to Pecos Bills and load up with like the corn and the lettuce and the and the guacamole and just make a salad for free and he said oh you've never done that before (laughs) he said everybody who's a season pass knows about the free salad at Pecos Bill so (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny that that's probably not as big a secret as you think yeah maybe not maybe not so um moving on this week uh, there's been a couple of animal stories in the news in Florida that kind of inspired this week's topic i'm always trying to by animal you mean fantastic beasts fantastic florida beasts (laughs) if you will Uh, a couple stories came out and i'm always looking for a story or some kind of something that's going on that kind of inspires a topic and yeah there was two this week that caught my eye uh one of them was zoo miami announced that their seven-year-old greater one-horned Indian rhinoceros, her name is Akuti, just had a baby this week. That's awesome. Is the second baby rhino of the species born at the Zoo Miami. 
But what makes it so historical, it's the first rhino in captivity ever born with artificial insemination. So okay. they, it's an endangered, That's great. it's super endangered. There's only yeah. 2,000 of this one left in the world. And if they can create more yeah that's a great it's a start yes absolutely that's that's awesome because they are so endangered and that you know if there's any way to bring them back you know that's, even even if they're in the zoo i mean well i mean they're still there they're still I mean, at least they're still, still on this planet yeah, they're is still what on I mean. the planet sure, absolutely sure. and that's that's very um encouraging for yeah that's really cool future and i saw the picture generations. it was a cute little it's rhino a cute rhino baby rhinos are super cute who would have thought i don't know i mean i wouldn't have because rhinos are not the cutest little animals but the baby is they are kind of cute. Cute. i feel like i wanted to cu- cuddle them because its eye is so big compared to the rest of its yeah, body yeah that's well that's like any baby i think that that's i read that somewhere it's like a a natural like not natural selection but like a um like they the way that babies are designed basically which sounds ridiculous but they're designed to look cute so you care for them so it's like it's like a you know you know um continuing the species kind of thing like for all all animals not just humans but um but yeah, that it was like a little baby Dumbo, but it without the was, ears and was. with the gi- giant horn. <laughs> it's like a little baby dinosaur. They look like little yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah, it was really cute. And the other one, this was pretty cool. This was a heck of a story, actually. So this Florida couple, uh, they were down in Isla Morada. They were going fishing, and they were going fishing for swordfish. I guess they had a, a trip planned earlier in the year, but it was too windy. So they went out again a couple weeks ago, and... They ended up reeling in. This is a couple named uh, Bill and Debbie Lucier. They hired Captain Nick Stanzik okay. to take them fishing out of Isla Morada, which I believe is the sport fishing capital of the world. You know, I love my capitals you of the do world. You love your capitals of the world. And it really, um, it it lived up to that that reputation because what did they catch? They ended up reeling in a seven hundred and fifty seven point eight pound swordfish. Don't remember that. Don't forget that point eight. That point eight. Well. <laughs> It broke the uh, the previous Florida record that was set in May seventh of nineteen seventy eight. So it broke a record that was forty years old uh-huh. uh, by one hundred and forty five pounds. Wow! So the previous record for Florida, uh, the floor, the state of Florida swordfish was six hundred and twelve pounds. So it broke it by one hundred forty five pounds. Nice. Uh, that and I the, wonder how old that swordfish was. It's got to be really, really old. So it took eight hours to reel it in. Swordfish are like. I mean, when you see them, they're huge. They, well, and they look like they are rough looking, man. They look beat up. They look like battle hardened. Yeah, like, they, they've seen like some it's stuff. like, what have you been doing in your life, man? They look like they have gone through the ringer, man. They have. Well, this one probably was a really old fish. He probably was really old. It was. It took him eight hour eight hours to to reel it in. That's a whole work day. Eight hours. And, uh, Can you imagine how sore they were? The well, next yeah, day? it reminded me of the time I talked to your your dad about tarpon fishing, and I've never caught a big tarpon before. I've never caught any tarpon before. Uh-huh. And and I asked, and your dad, I guess, caught a pretty good sized one one time. And I and I and I asked him about. It. He goes, "Oh, it was the greatest fish I never want to catch again." <laughs> because I hear like there's small tarpon, which people say, "Oh, they're really fun to catch," but this was just a huge thing that he uh-huh. said was exhausting. So. Eight hours to reel this thing in. It dragged the boat 20 miles. Wow. And it broke the Florida record by 145 pounds, like I said. And that's crazy because whenever you hear about it. Did they keep it? They they ate it. Okay. They they kept it and they ate it. Well, I mean, I mean, not. I if, have, they, if they had let it go, that would have been great. But if they kept it, at least they ate it and didn't like mount it. It on probably the wall made or got a lot of meat. Now, 
I saw again people like to complain in comment sections. We just went over that, and yeah. I don't. I'm no. I don't really know how old the thing was, but people, I heard a lot of people saying, well, why did they kill it? Why did they eat it? That's like, because swordfish are kind of one of those non-sustainable fish. They're not like tilapia that there's millions of. Yeah. But a fish that big was probably so old. It, it was probably not reproducing It was probably anymore. well past its, yeah. right. It's, yeah. it's uh, useful Reprodu- reproduction w- lifespan. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it wasn't the worst thing in the world to eat it, but it, that's a lot of meat. Yeah, that is a lot of meat. I mean... Wow. Yeah, I probably would have thrown it back, but but I mean, I'm not going to judge them. Cause... Well, they, got a, they got a Florida record. The world record is 1,182 pounds. Jeez. That's a big fish. Yeah. And that was caught off of Chile, Chile, Chile. in 1953. So that was quite a while ago that that record's been hanging out there. That's that's a wow, good big for record them. to beat. Congratulations on your large fish, guys. Yep. Very cool. So, um... That being said, that's the, the that two, leads us into the, our topic. The news stories inspire me to talk yes. about this week. So, I was thinking about some just really cool Florida wildlife encounters. Not all wildlife; some of these are in captivity. Uh, either famous celebrity animals we have in Florida, like you know the animals you see that have a first name, uh, unique animal encounters that are out there in the wild, and mm-hmm. maybe some of them that aren't so wild. But I did try to keep places like bush gardens off the list animal kingdoms yeah. zoos places that are really are we going to talk obvious. at all about the ewok i saw one time we can talk about the ewok you saw one time <laughs> uh this was I, I still love this story we were taking a walk in our neighborhood it was night it was dark out and we saw this was a few years ago and it was uh, i mean i i always feel stupid when i tell the story but if you had seen it man you would have thought it was an ewok too and i knew it wasn't an ewok because but it, it did look like an ewok ewoks don't exist so i knew it wasn't an ewok but you could only see the shadow of the animal and he was up on his hind legs kind of like looking around he was standing like, he was standing up holding the tree like he, he was, was standing upright like a bear was, standing upright and he was looking around like he was like i mean he looked like he was moving like a person almost like which is what this animal tends to do anyway i mean like they have little hands that they can use you know they it was a raccoon it right? was a raccoon you said yeah. well we were walking we were well, you, you you skipped over the best part oh. we were no it's okay we were walking on the sidewalk <laughs> and the in the i almost called it an ewok again the <laughs> raccoon was standing up tall it was a pretty big fat ewok well, you couldn't... ewok i said ewok again it was a big fat <laughs> tall awesome. raccoon i have you calling you me you've infected me with your nonsense <laughs> so this uh raccoon i had to visit my force nonsense. my mouth to say raccoon that time <laughs> This raccoon is looking at us behind a tree, and you, and you said, can't see that it's a raccoon. Just, just for the record, head. you can only see a shadow of an animal. It's a completely dark, and you can like see behind it is lit up enough from like moonlight or whatever. But you can see behind it, so you can only see the shadow of this animal. Right. And I said, oh, "It's an ewok." Look at that ewok right there. And I was like, "What? That's a raccoon, you silly it goose!" It looked like an ewok. To this day, guys, I still think it was an Ewok. I see you. I see. I almost said Ewok again. Now you got me calling it Ewok. I do see raccoons climbing trees around here, and they climb yeah. like monkeys. They're just like, whoop, they go right up. Yeah. It was fun. Anyway, that was my wildest animal sighting. That was your, is that your contribution to the show? The yeah. Fantastic Beasts? Yes. This is one of those shows where I think I came One time I saw an Ewok. I saw an Ewok. <laughs> I thought of this. I thought of this is, I think, one of those episodes where I think I thought of the title first and then I'm yeah, working then around you, that. You yeah. know, like Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> right. We came up with the title. Now let's just wedge What's in. What's it about? It's, it's what, about it's snakes what it, on a plane. So, uh, where was I going? Oh, oh, so I try to keep like zoos and Animal Kingdom and Bush Gardens off the list. There is one 
plays like that on the list, but because they have sort of like celebrity animals there okay. that you need to know about. So I'm ready. All right. So I'm going to go through a list of cool animal places in Florida that I found very interesting and maybe you guys will too. And if you like animals like I do and we do and you yeah. want to see some cool stuff. You can go. Here's a big list. And this is all around the state. We are scattered about. So okay. we'll start in the northern part of Florida in a city you've been to and you covered on a place here. Um, Chipley, Florida. I did cover You've a place there. here. Now you saw Falling Waters State Park, State Park, which is which the t- is beautiful, the tallest waterfall in Florida. Yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It was really cool. And most people crazy they, amount of mosquitoes though. You said that there was the mosquitoes. Make sure were, you take your bug spray. You said they were really bad. They were really bad. When you think of a tall waterfall in Florida, I think the tallest one could be no bigger than what, like at a mini golf course somewhere. But it's like well, seventy feet, right? The, yeah, but this is not your typical waterfall because it's not. There's not a mountain because it's Florida. Um, it's a sinkhole. So, and there's a ton of sinkholes in that area, actually. So, like, as you're walking, like, you see g- giant holes, like, just walking as you're walking, like, on the boardwalk, there's giant holes in the ground. Um, but yeah, the sinkhole is a, um, or the waterfall is a sinkhole. And the sinkhole, what's interesting is the water. The water comes, I'm sorry, am I stealing your thunder? No, no, go ahead. The water comes from like a nearby lake and it kind of just goes through a a stream. And then depending on the amount of rainfall is how strong the waterfall is. And the crazy thing to me is that they don't know where that water goes. Like the water, there's not like a destination point. It's just the water falls into the sinkhole and it's gone. It's magically so obviously gone. it's going to like the aquifer or whatever. But um, but I thought that was so cool. It's like you don't know where it goes. What you know? So that's pretty cool. It's very cool. Well, if you've never listened to some of our old shows where we talked about that, that's cool. I'm you, I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay because TripAdvisor when it goes to Chipley, Florida, would you think of Chipley as being like a tourist? destination capital of the world capital of the world <laughs> that is not even their number one best thing to do in chipley according to TripAdvisor. okay the number one thing to do is check out the seacrest wolf preserve oh really so the seacrest never even heard of that i never heard of that either until this so this is what i a lot why i love doing these types of episodes because i learn stuff too yeah so the seacrest wolf preserve is a non-profit wolf preserve in north florida uh they sort of claim they 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 care for Previously captive wolves that were injured, mistreated, once kept as a pet. Some guy, there's always like that okay. guy who says, I'm going to keep a wolf as a pet. Yeah. And then it becomes a grown up wolf and yeah. not a good idea. Maybe wolves that were injured in the wild, a zoo, might, you know, some some not so up on the up zoos are out there and they keep wolves in little tiny. Yeah. So this place rescues them. They're a nonprofit. Good. But you can come out there and have wolf encounters and visit the wolves. Really? And they have like different levels of interactions seems dangerous. with them. There's a lot of rules. I'm going to get to some of the rules here okay. in a minute. But they claim that this is one of the only um, opportunities to do this in the whole lower 48. Huh. There's a couple other places. But they claim to be the one that gives you the most access and the, okay. the best. And from what I was reading, these guys are really seem to care about the wolves. Like, this isn't just a... Well, good. They should. Right. I this mean, I'm is, sure it's a lot of work, the, so they better at least, like, you know, they better enjoy it and yeah, really care about it. they them. didn't just throw a wolf-based tourist attraction together. Right, like, this right. is like a wolf preserve first, and then they're paying for this by uh, letting people come in and check it out. It's 35 bucks per person. For an encounter? For an enc- Well, it's not just an encounter. It's a tour. Oh, okay. It lasts a couple hours. Okay. Uh, for that, you do get to see them up close and interact with some of the wolves. There are... Um, there are there is a VIP one that you can a VIP tour which is like two hundred fifty bucks and you get more interactions with the wolves you, you uh, 
it's limited to two to six people. Okay. If you want to, if you're a high roller, you want to do that. Now, there's a lot of rules here. It's by reservation only. Okay. This kind of made me think that, okay, they are serious here. They're not just going to let anybody in to yeah. do this. So it's a reservation only. You have to be uh, 10 years old at least. Okay. So no, no kids under 10. Probably because they either they're going to mistreat the wolf or the wolf will look at them and say, you know, I'm going to eat you. Well, and you can't c- maybe control an under 10-year-old as well. That's the well thing, yeah. yeah. Right. They might be scared. They f- they freak out and that freaks out the wolves. Wolves yeah. are dogs and dogs basically. Or poke the wolf in the eye yeah, accidentally or whatever. They yeah. react how people react. Um, there's a strict dress code. Uh, long denim, and this is all. I just thought this was super interesting. You can you have to wear jeans, jeans or khakis. Okay. Probably because like claws are involved. A long sleeve shirts, closed toed shoes, and this was kind of crazy. Uh, they made a big point of this, like in high, bold, all cap letters: no leather and like no rubber. So like you can't wear leather jackets or leather pants. Huh. If you're you know gonna bring your biker chaps there, Shannon, which I know you wear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta right. leave it home. <laughs> Uh, huh. Maybe because claws dig in, it's hard to get it out of there. I don't know, but I thought that was interesting. I, well, I would think for the leather, I don't know about the rubber, but for the leather, I would think maybe it's they smell the animal. Could, that's a good point. See, that's why I keep you around. Because <laughs> you're so much smarter than me. Yeah, they smell leather. Well, they said rubber, too. Yeah, I don't get the rubber part. Leather, but... they think, okay, that used to be an animal. They might yeah, want to bite it. it. Yeah. But leather, I, I can only think is maybe because if... if if you are actually interacting with it and it's like on you, maybe the claws are hard to get out of there. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. Like I don't they don't know. want to damage. I don't know very many people that wear rubber, though. So that's an interesting. You hang out with rule. a different clique than me, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, I need to hang out with some more interesting you, you people. You need to hang out with cooler people. <laughs> the one rule here that I thought was kind of bogus, if I'm being honest, uh, they said there's a, there's a lot of strict photography rules here. Okay. They will only allow you to take pictures. With a disposable film camera. What? Yeah, that is ridiculous. And unless you do Why? the unless you do the VIP uh, the VIP tour, then you can take as many pictures with a digital camera as you want. And they said, now this is the rule where I think, come on, this is seems legally dubious to me. They said we own all the pictures you take, so all the pictures you take there, we own the copyrights to. I'm that's like, impossible. I'm sorry, Wolf people, but that's not that's gonna. Not that's, the, that's, that's not that's, how the law that's works. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not going to hold up. I mean, you can say that you yeah. do, but you don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's like the, you have to agree to those rules and when you're in there, but maybe. that's not, there's no way that's yeah. going to hold up. Yeah. If you pay for the VIP tour, 250 bucks, take as many pictures as you want. That's the rule. But and they still own the pictures. I don't know about that. I didn't see that, but huh. they also charge you 35 bucks to take a, for like a professional picture of like you hanging out with the wolf. So it's probably a money thing. Yeah, um, you know, uh, most things to, are money thing. That's money thing. So that's interesting. Seems pretty cool if, if you get around to some of their little yeah little rules. So cool. What's next? My next one is a very similar situation, um, except for wolves. It is big cats, and that's right here in Tampa. Oh yeah, the big cat. The rescue. big cat rescue is kind of another local nonprofit. Please tell me they don't have a film camera rule. They don't. I don't. You know what? I don't know if they do. I didn't see it I've on their never website. Never heard of anything like that before. I know. That's ridiculous. I don't, that's crazy. It's like what are we in nineteen eighty? Two or yeah. something. Well, I think they must say, okay, the pictures you take are going to be kind of lousy and we own the rights to them. Like, what if I want to post it on yeah. Instagram or something? Come on, guys. Anyway, Get Big with Cat. It. Big Cat. Similar deal as the as the Wolf I've, Place. I've never been, but I've heard great things about yeah, this, this place. Yeah, this is a very, like, well-respected nonprofit Big Cat rescue in the yeah. area. Similar deal where they take in cats. They're not a zoo. They're not just, like, exploiting the animals. Yeah. They don't even have 
interactions with them here. You can't just have a picture of you with a tiger because that's not their deal. Like, they're actually super opposed to that. So they take in cats from, like, those shady roadside zoos. Yeah. Maybe somebody like a Mike Tyson who got tired of his white tiger and (laughs) they needed needed to live somewhere. Um, They do a lot of rehab from Florida Bobcats. This is one of those catch, not catch, but, like, rehab and release program. Oh, good. So there's a lot of Bobcats around here. I've seen them in the neighborhood. In fact, my um, a girl I work with today, she saw one this morning in her backyard. Really? Yeah, so she ha- uh, got a picture of it. It was it was a big bobcat too. They get mistaken for Florida panthers a lot, like on those. Well, the size difference is pretty. That's the ridiculous. Thing. It's like if you compare the two next to each other, it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't confuse them. You, I've seen like on like our local neighborhood Facebook group, people will take a picture of a bobcat in their yard and say Florida panther in my yeah, yard. Like that's not no. a Florida panther. Come yeah. on, guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't see anything about Florida panthers here, but they have leopards, lions, jaguars, tigers, bobcats, lynx. Is it lynx or? What's the plural of lynx? Lynxes? Lynx eye? Lynx? We'll just say lynx. I think lynx. lynx is plural and singular. All right. Uh, <laughs> servals, and, which is this giant big-eared cat. Okay. Um, ocelots and cougars. Oh, that's fun. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> they are, uh, again, It's they're a nonprofit where they take in cats that yeah. just weren't... Um, we, we need to go there. From a, I, I've been meaning to go there for a while, and we need to, because I've heard such great things about the I place. would love to go, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd love to go there and, so and, and check that we'll out. We'll make that pledge, guys, that it, we will go check that out. It look, it's in the Tampa Bay area. It's really, yeah, it's like near a mall, actually, but it's yeah, like, it's got a lot West, of land. It's like in the West Chase area. Yeah, if you, if you look at it from I actually checked this out on Google Maps today, and it's got a lot of land. It's large. It's a large place. That's cool. So the lions and tigers and bears have places to run. Well, they have a lot of room to roam, and they, according to like their little FAQ, they treat the cats as if they're in their natural environment. They don't bring them in at night. Like a lot of cats bring them in. They got to sleep indoors at night. They just leave them out there. They say they're happier out there. Yeah, I mean that's what they're used to. Yeah, cats yeah. are night. They're most of the time they're nocturnal. They're more active at night. They hang out, and so they are a sort of an enrichment and education center for the cats and they're not anti-zoo they say they do actually collaborate with real zoos like the real accredited yeah legit zoos a few of the cats here if you go to their website you can see all the cats that are there right now learn Mm -hmm. their names their history why they're there and a couple of them were there because like the real zoo they were at is like being remodeled or they've got something and they don't have a place for it so they say okay we'll hang on to them for a little bit so that's really cool yeah that's the um the big cat rescue in tampa and that is 39 it starts at 39 dollars for a tour and then it goes up from there there's a lot of different levels there's ones where you get to see them get fed there's like the vip tour where you get behind the scenes but this isn't one of those places where Put the, coo- hold yeah, put the cougar on my lap <laughs> right. and take a picture because they're right, that's right, like right, right. that's I'm gonna get on the lion's yeah, back. Yeah, no, nothing that's the like that. anti thing of that. So, gotcha. um, those are the two. Well, there's one more kind of uh, similar okay. nonprofit thing coming up, but I'm gonna get into some more wild ones here. Okay, uh, we've been to uh, this next one before, but wilder than wolves and tigers. Well, wilder for Florida. We've, okay. we've been here before. We've talked about this on the show before. Um, okay. But it's, I think it's a very unique thing. It's not just alligators and manatees, which they're, those are cool, but you can see them in a lot of places. Okay. Um, bison and wild horses. Yes. So Payne's, Payne's Prairie. Prairie. Yeah, Payne's yes. Prairie Preserve State Park. It's a huge, huge grassy prairie. It's yeah. been a little swampy lately. I think the storm, I think that flood water has receded. I was looking, has it? I was looking that up recently. After Hurricane Irma came through, this whole area was just a floodplain for about a year. It wasn't Irma. It was Hermine. 
Was it Hermine? Yeah. Maybe it was both. Because, I, I mean, I'm sure Irma didn't help, but we, um, Irma was, when was Irma? Uh, 2017, a uh, year and a half ago. Maybe it was Irma then. I'm, I, I know because know. that road that cuts through it was completely underwater for a yes. while. 441. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we were there uh, about a year ago or so, it was like a grassy, fl- it was, it was, it looked like the whole place was under about a knee deep of water. Yeah, it was like a, it was, it was, looked like a swamp. And, I mean, it, it did. And uh, we, I looked at some pictures recently just today and, and I was checking out people's Instagram pictures and things uh-huh. to get a, a sense of what it looks like currently. And I saw some hiking pictures, so it looks like it's drier, drier, dry-ish. But this is the only, it, it's considered one of the most biodiverse parks in Florida. I believe it. Maybe outside of the Everglades. I would highly recommend it because it's awesome. It was, I mean, we have only been there once. And we, while we were there, we saw bison. We saw wild we bison. We saw wild horses yeah. and alligators and a, a, a bird eating a snake. I mean, <laughs> bird it was. bird eating a snake. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it was really, really cool. I just think it's so neat and unique. And I put it on the list because when you think of bison and wild horses, you think of. You don't necessarily n- think of Florida. North Dakota. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Montana. Yeah, it was. It was Maybe not Utah, but you know what I mean. The West. Highlight, I think. Yeah, so I thought that was a really cool place. It's and if you want to see some footage of it, you can check out that um, YouTube video we have. Yeah, uh, uh, top ten places in Florida or Floridians don't want you to know about. Yep, and um, when we were there, we like you said, we saw bison roaming around the prairie, which is a very surreal thing. And yeah. it's a lot of people have probably been through here, whether they know it or not, because because I I seventy five kind of cuts right through it, going north between Ocala and Gainesville. So yeah, absolutely, it's just south of Gainesville. And uh, go check out Micanopy when you're there, because that is a really cool. It is. It's a cool little quaint town. Very, Don't eat there though, because I did not enjoy the food. Well, you had one restaurant you didn't like the food. There was there's only two restaurants there. I mean, fifty fifty shot of getting a good place. <laughs> well, you don't. I don't even know what the other one's like, but. I mean, Gainesville is right up well, the road and has a ton of different kind of restaurants. The place lots we, of different kinds. Micanopy's got a cool little vibe, though. It has a great vibe. I definitely go check it out. Go see the Doc Hollywood house. I mean, go go do all that because that's where Doc Hollywood was filmed. In case you didn't know. Well, but, to be to be to be fair though, the place we ate wasn't really a restaurant. It was like an antique. It was like a house, somebody's house. It was like an antique shop, shop with a deli in yeah. it. Yeah, that was all right. I don't even remember what I had. It was very forgettable. I don't remember being bad. I just I remember, did not enjoy. I don't it. remember at all. <laughs> uh, the next one. These are kind of. This is sort of an invasive animal that you can kind of see. Uh-oh. Cobras or not cobras? Pythons? <laughs> no, I, don't, I put the good ones on. Oh. This isn't probably good, but it's well, invasive. I, it can't be good. I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Because they're not like invasive to the point where they're um, taking over everything like the pythons and the iguanas and the Everglades. But these are the wild monkeys that are in Silver Springs. It's funny that you say that because I just saw an article this today talking about how the herpes amongst those monkeys is getting out of control and is a huge problem. <laughs> is it a huge problem for people or for the monkeys? Um, I didn't read the whole article. But... Pro- I Okay, I'm going to stop going where I think I was about to go because if <laughs> If that's cross-contaminating between monkeys and people, then that's... That's scary. That's, that's a Florida man-ish. That's got Florida man <laughs> written all over it. Yeah. Or Florida so, woman. I'm not going to, you know... Yeah. So, I, I, I don't think that... I don't think that we should list invasive species on these cool, like, Okay. Lists. Well, it's not it's not cool that they're wild, that there's invasive monkeys. But in Silver Springs, which is one of the oldest uh, parks, basically one of the oldest tourist attractions in Florida, other, other than... 
St. Augustine. Yeah. St. Augustine is like the oldest, oldest. But this is one of the first like, hey, come check this out. We're, we're a tourist attraction in Florida type places. Uh, there's glass bottom boat tours here. And there is or used to be a jungle cruise ride. And back in the day, in the 1930s, a lot of people think this was leftovers from a Tarzan movie that was filmed there. But that's not true. They This local guy by the name of Colonel Tui had these jungle, this jungle cruise ride. He thought some non-native... Makake monkeys would uh, spice the ride up, so he put them on the... And they made it. Put and, them in the park. And reproduced. And now they're still there. And they're everywhere. Now, they are kind of dangerous, though. So I'm putting this on there because it's kind of an interesting thing, and I would like to go see them, but they're mean. I've seen videos on... And they have herpes. YouTube. Of, yeah, so if you've got a mean, angry, herpes. aggressive, herpes-laden <laughs> makake monkey. monkey, maybe it's not... Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have put this on here, <laughs> but we're talking about but, it. But hey, we've we've listed all of the caveats in, yes. in addition to so don't feed them, don't yeah. Just kiss don't, them, don't, get don't near them. go near them. But uh, Silver Springs is a very cool park. Outside of that, there's a lot of other um, wildlife there. There's armadillos, deer, wild boar. Wild boar are technically invasive, but they're kind of so old now that they don't really are considered invasive. I think you know they're that? still. I think they're still considered invasive. Well, they've they've been here since like the 1500s. Like the Spanish oh, brought really? them over. Yeah, and they're just sort of here now. Well, because I, I think that like wild boar, like for hunting, I think you can always hunt wild boar. I think so. Yeah, because they they're invasive. Because they root up. Yeah. Crop up, not crops, but bird everything. nests, and they yeah. eat everything. But yeah, they were they were brought over like 500 years ago when the Spanish were here for food. Like, hey, we're gonna raise pigs, and a few of them got away. And next thing you know, they're everywhere. Hawaii's got the same same thing going on. Yeah. Uh, foxes, alligators, of course. There's alligators everywhere. Um, gopher tortoises. I love those things. They're cool to see mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And coyote, bobcats, and Florida black bears. There's Florida black bears in Silver Springs. So. Cool. I thought that was neat. It's actually pretty cheap. I remember going here as a kid, and it was more of like a theme park kind of deal. Now it's only $8 per vehicle. Uh, five, oh, wow. Yeah, five, five, five bucks if you're a single. It's like any state park now. Mm-hmm. The glass bottom boat tours are a little more expensive. Uh, it's 11 bucks for adults, 10 for students and seniors. And children under six get to ride the glass bottom boats for free. I found out recently how that started. The original owner of the one of the original people who ran this park um just cut the bottom of a rowboat out and stuck a glass pane in it and said let's go on a glass bottom boat tour that's cool so good for him now i want to get into some animals that are like sort of locally these are the celebrity animals of florida they have they actually have first names okay okay all right um i think i know one of them you know one of them would you want to talk about the one you know or should we just should i get to it when i get to it Oh, whatever you think. All right. So um, Clearwater, Clearwater Marine Aquarium has two famous dolphins. One yes. of them is more the, so than the more other. More famous That's, than the other. You can see Winter the Dolphin in Clear, the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. You can from the movie. From the dolphin Tale. Dolphin Tale. So if you don't know about Winter, Winter is a was a dolphin that was found in Mosquito Lagoon near Cape Canaveral, stranded her 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 tail was only two two months old her tail was she was a baby she was a baby yeah she was a little baby her tail was entangled in a crab trap line it cut off circulation to her tail uh someone rescued her they brought her into the clearwater marine aquarium which is not really a an aquarium like the tampa aquarium like the florida aquarium tampa or yeah it's more of a research aquarium right it's a research yeah. and rescue aquarium they bring animals in they rehab them they yeah. let, they release them they do have some dolphins there, like Winter, that 
have to live there permanently because they can't release her back in the wild. Right. Um, they do have some sharks and otters and pelicans and things yeah. like that that are there permanently. It's a cool aquarium. It's, it's very cool. And when Winter showed up there, and the story is, I didn't really finish it, but a lot of people know, they worked with like a local prosthetic company and they were able to design yeah. a tail for her. Outcome because a tail for her because she supposedly was, I mean... I, th- I she was able to get through the water without the tail. But her art, her but her she tail. she she flips her tail back and forth like an alligator does yep, yep. instead of up and down like a dolphin does. And it was and messing it up was her spine. Messing up her spine. Yep. So, um, so they outfitted her with this, you know, prosthetic, prosthetic tail, basically, so that she could continue to build those up and down muscles as well. But she's very famous. So and she, but she doesn't wear it all the time. No, if you go there. Uh, to see Winter, don't expect her to have the tail on. They yeah. o- they only put the tail on, I guess, as like physical therapy. Yeah, it's a physical therapy. So, thing. but it's a really cool story. They, it was the first dolphin that they ever did this. They invented this prosthetic just for this, and I guess it's made out of some sort of really comfortable rubber material that then got uh, used in prosthetics for yes, humans too. So right. they started with the dolphin, and it went off from there. So. It's really, and of course they made the movie Dolphin Tale about it. Did you know that? Because in the in the movie they show that they had to amputate her tail. Yes, and that's not actually true. It's not true. No, they did not amputate her tail. There are a few. Um, Obviously, all movies yeah, have like you know dramatized yeah. you know additions or whatever. But and like I think in the movie, like they're they're like, oh, we we have to figure this out or she's gonna die. And like there was never like her uh, tail was already kind of falling off. No, no, no. Like I mean, the whole toward so toward the end of the movie, like the they're having problems with like the, like the prosthetic oh, and like right, the prosthetic right. wouldn't fit right, and they're like, if we don't figure this out, she's gonna die or whatever. And they were like, that was never okay. There was never any like chance that she was gonna die from that. Harry Connick but, didn't have to like stay up all night yeah, floating around. No, yeah. exactly. So, but she, um, the the fact that. They said that she basically had to have her tail amputated because of that crab track fracture around it. Is not true. They the tail actually just fell off. Oh, it's um, on its own. Like yeah, because it, it was the kind of thing like it died basically from the you know the crab trap being wrapped around it and and it ended up just falling off on its own. Wow. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's interesting, and the dolphin is doing very well. Yeah, it's very famous. It's probably. The most, most famous, famous dolphin, dolphin in the world. I can't think of a more famous dolphin. <laughs> I can't either. I can't think of another dolphin, the most, though. You think, unless you're talking about Flipper, and that's well, not a real dolphin. <laughs> Flipper was not a real dolphin? Was I he mean, CGI? Or? <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I don't know. No, see, I mean, he wasn't, he, he wasn't computer. I, they didn't have CGI no. back then. But I, I forgot I mean, about I just Flipper. don't think that he, 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 he probably wasn't really Flipper. Like, that probably wasn't his real name. Like Shamu, if I don't. I hate to ruin it for all y'all, but if you go see Shamu, <laughs> yeah. his name isn't really Shamu. That's like the 20th Shamu. Right, 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 right. Uh, Hope is the, the other dolphin that's yes, there. Hope so is the they have dolphin. another dolphin there named Hope who they made Dolphin Tale 2 about. Did you know that? I haven't seen Dolphin Tale 2. I haven't 2. seen Dolphin Tale 2 either. Dolphin Tale 2 is about Hope, which is another similar story. They found another dolphin that didn't have its tail falling off, but it was too... It's a, she's a perfectly fine dolphin. Yeah. I, yeah I, <laughs> she has all of her limbs. <laughs> she's all. She has all her limbs. They found I don't her. know what was wrong with her or what happened with her, but I looked it up actually. She oh. was she was found beached. Oh, okay. In India River Lagoon. She was orphaned. She was two months old. They brought her in, they rehabbed her. They said that 
she doesn't know how to survive in the wild. Okay. So they said we can't release her out there. Gotcha. But, uh, so there's, well, good. I'm glad she's doing okay, though. And she, winter and Hope. Winter and Hope are a little, you know, BFFs. And you can see them at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, which is a pretty, it's a cool place. It's a very cool place. And when you go there, that's one of those places where it's, it, it's considered a donation rather than an admission fee because it's not like an aquarium. It's like not the, a suggested donation. Though. Right, it's right. A, it's a required ticket fee. <laughs> but it's not like the Florida Aquarium or the Georgia Aquarium where it's like this really... Um, it feels like a research and rehab center first. Yeah, but they... Tourist I mean, ever since, second. Well, I mean... I don't know. I think that ever since they had the movie um, the released, movie, yeah, that was it a big became thing. Much more commercial and much more touristy. Like they have a they have a behind the scenes movie boat tour and you know all kinds of crazy stuff. When, so, you, when you go there, it's funny. Like the place is like a shrine. I have we haven't been there in a little while, but the shrine to the movie. When we were there, yeah. yeah, this is the place where Harry Connick stood, and right. this is the location where Ashley Judd yes. did, said that thing, and you're like. <laughs> Okay, I mean, it's not like... <laughs> I, the movie wasn't that good. I, mean, it was, I just came it, here to see some fish. It, it, it was a good movie. It was a solid seven on IMDb, which is... It is, by the way. I had is looked it? that up. Oh. Yeah, but it's not like it wasn't a cultural phenomenon yeah. or anything. But it was right. an okay movie. It was a good movie. You saw it and you kind of like, okay, well, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And there's like that little houseboat from the movie that is yes. still there. Yep. So exactly. Um, it's a neat place. It starts at 25 bucks for adults, $20 for kids. And then there's additional stuff if you want to do like tours, boat rides, animal encounters, that kind of stuff. So yeah. the next one is the one you were going to say. What's the next named famous celebrity animal that's on my list? Lou the Hippo. Lou and, the Hippo. Uh, Home of Assassin's Springs. We've already kind of talked about Lou the Hippo. In a previous show, but yes. if you've never heard this before, um, Homosassa Springs Wildlife State Park. It's a state park in Homosassa Springs, Florida. <laughs> uh, that's about it's on the, it's on the Gulf Coast. It's about sixty miles north of Tampa, thirty five miles southwest of Ocala. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, a little it bit. It is. It is. Uh, it's in that like Crystal River. It's a great park. Yeah, it's in that Crystal it's a River really great park. part of the state where there's awesome manatee sightings in, yeah. up there but it's a great park it is a really really great little um state park it's not so much the kind of state park you'd go to for like hiking and camping and like no, deep it's wildlife like a zoo. it's like a smallish zoo yeah, yeah. it's like a, a very small kind of down-home zoo kind of a down-home <laughs> yeah. zoo yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but when you go there uh the only non-native floridian animal there it's like a florida animal yes. zoo is mm-hmm. how i would describe it but when you go there, the only non-native animal they have there is Lou the hippo. It's short for Lucifer. I don't Lou's know. How, a boy. I don't know what boy. Yeah, Lou or Lulu. Yeah, Lou. Right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if Lulu was ever. Maybe I just made that. I up. I think you made that up. But yeah, it's short for Lucifer. I want to know what he did to earn that name. <laughs> I don't know. I could not I find know. that out. But I. I mean, his laugh that sounds I sounds like sounds like Lucifer. So if you don't, if you hadn't, if you haven't heard this story, basically we were there visiting. Um, and watching Lucifer eat um, some eat like a, vegetables. Like a bunch of hay and or something. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it was hay, you're right. He all of a sudden had explosive diarrhea, and a bunch of birds were behind him, and they all kind of scattered. Scattered. Like, oh, my God. And they, like, flew away, and it was it was a lot and of, then of diarrhea. He did and this stand, straight-up Jabba the Hutt laugh. Like it was this. a complete, it sounded exactly like the scene where Jabba the Hutt starts laughing because he's behind a curtain, and Princess Leia, like, unfreezes Han, and you hear... 
hear ho, 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 ho. It sounded exactly, it exactly like, it. like it. He started laughing because he pooped on some birds, It was basically. so wild. And it we was... have video of it. It's on our Facebook page. Yeah. It's really funny. And it's, I think it's on, I don't have it on the YouTube channel, but uh, Lou is the oldest hippo in North America. That's the other notable thing. This Lou was born in 1960 in the San Diego Zoo. Yeah. And has been in a couple movies and TV shows. Yes. Uh, Doctari and Cowboy in Africa. I've never heard of either one of those. Me neither, but I did know that. But Lou is a celebrity hippo. And um, as we just said, Homo Sass is also noted for one of like the best places to see manatees, like wild manatees. Like we talked about, they've got some bears and Florida panthers right. and a lot of otters and things like that that are wild Florida animals. And those are... The manatees yeah. are wild. And it is actually a manatee rehab center, it too. It is, yeah. So if they take injured manatees and they hang them out in this little tank and they fix them up. Well, it's they, not a tank, even. It's like a separated a area separated, of the spring. Yeah, they have roped, so, a roped-in part of the spring. Yeah. So they're in natural water, but yeah. as they get fixed, they um, can go back out. So this is the only part, the only one on my list that's kind of in that tourist attraction zoo-ish. You're ne- the next one? Yeah. So we've okay. got two here. There's a twofer right here. Okay. Um, two more celebrity animals in Florida. We've got Chester the alligator. Chester is the biggest gator at Gatorland. Okay. Uh, Chester has quite the history. Okay. Chester is 14 feet long and weighs over a thousand pounds. If you've seen the one giant alligator at Gatorland, if you've ever been, uh-huh. he's the one that's kept all by himself. He's not swimming with the other gators. He's, he's got not his, nice. He's got his own enclosure. Yeah, because Chester's there because Chester was captured and relocated because he was a nuisance gator. Because Chester's nickname is Chester the Dog Snatcher. Aww. So Chester earned himself a lifetime uh, sentence at Gatorland <laughs> for eating dogs. Wow. Right here in the Tampa suburbs. Really? Yeah, that's where he was caught. Oh, man. So, that's, yeah. That's crazy. He was caught, and now he, he lives out the rest of his days at Gatorland. Um, I mean, he could have been turned into boots but he for those crimes, but he's uh, he's living at Gatorland. Well, he's one of the lucky ones, because I just actually saw... Um, uh, our neighborhood posted a Facebook I know. post. On, I'm sad about that. Yeah. Well, and it's, I knew this, I knew this was true, but um, most of the time when you call on a nuisance gator, if there's a nuisance gator that is, um, and basically a nuisance gator is if they are approaching people or approaching dogs sure. or whatever, um, you call the local fish, fish and wildlife, Florida fish and wildlife, um, and they'll have basically an alligator catcher come and p- take the alligator and, 99% of the time that alligator is euthanized. Yeah, he's not so, he's not going to go live on a nice farm, farm upstate. upstate. No. <laughs> and it's funny the not funny, but the um the first time I heard that was and I, I mean I figured not, they couldn't cuz alligators are everywhere now. Oh, I mean, everywhere. They, they used to be endangered yeah. when we were kids, but now they're just everywhere and they're very abundant. And um I was at um, Lettuce Lake Park, actually, which is yeah. a county park. It's a great park. Lettuce Lake is going to make an appearance on this list later on. Oh, really? A quick cameo. And a par- the par- one of the park rangers was talking about um, how he it, it really makes him sad that um, people don't understand that when they're feeding alligators, they're basi- basically signing their sure. death certificate. You're making it a nuisance <laughs> gator. Yeah. yeah, you're you're basically sentencing that alligator to death. Um, and... And I was like, man, they should put that on a sign because people don't probably sure. don't know that. You they just know? say, don't feed the gators. Okay, don't feed the fish. Don't swim. Yeah. Don't feed the ducks. Why? Why? Right? Yeah, exactly. So, right. Anyhow. Well, you can feed gators at Gatorland. So if you need to really get your gator feeding fix on, you can <laughs> right. do it That's here. That's where you got to go. You can feed them at Wild Florida, too. Remember yeah, that place? You can, you can uh-huh. buy a bag. And, and at that one 
sad little mini golf course we went to oh, where you could feed gators. It. it was so, horrible. <laughs> uh, Gatorland has another famous gator. This one's actually got some YouTube videos out there that have kind of gone a little bit viral because this is Pearl. Okay. Her, uh, her or he, I don't know if... Sounds like girl, a her. Pearl's a girl's name. Pearl the albino alligator. So. Oh, I've, I remember Pearl. Pearl is... Now, I did... This is... I learned something here. Okay. Uh, there's only 12 albino, truly albino alligators in the world. Al- oh. Albino. So Pearl is one of them. There's only 12 albino alligators in the whole wide world. Okay. Pearl is one of them. Uh, she's on display at Gatorland. Albino alligators are one of the world's rarest animals because if one is born in the wild, I guess they're just p- gone. Pure white and every predator can see them and yeah. boom, they're dead. Uh, but you're probably thinking, Andy, I've seen white alligators at Wild Florida. I've seen white alligators... But they're not zoos. pure albino. Yeah, those are uh, leucistic alligators. I remember them talking about that, I think, because one of them wasn't completely white. He had like, you know, green or black on him. They too. might have a couple specks. Yeah. Those have some. And the big difference is leucistic alligators do have coloration in their eyes usually. So oh, okay. they might be all white, maybe a couple specks of, of brown or black or gray or green or whatever on them. And then, then, they, and then have... they might have blue eyes. Gotcha. Whereas albino alligators, which is only 12 in the world, and there's one at Gatorland, Pearl, they have Red. pink eyes. Pink eyes, Because yeah. they, their eyes have no color. Their eyes have no color at all. So you see the blood vessels. You see behind. their blood vessels. Yeah. yeah. So that's really weird. There's only 12 of them. And one of them is right there at Gatorland. That's Pearl. So I thought that was cool. I like Gatorland. Oh, I do too. It's a fun little place and it's 30 bucks for adults, $20 for kids, and they've got zip lining and other things that are extra. Yeah, that's very fun. I got to throw the price in there because yeah. people are like, where does this, how much does this cost? That's near, Gatorland's right near, um, not far from Disney World. It's nope. over, it's over there in that big tourist zone. Yep. All right. This is my favorite, my favorite one of okay. the named animals because there's a cool story, a cool, a cool story that became of this. Now, this one is no longer with us. This this animal is gone, but not forgotten. It started a, a pretty cool, cool thing. This is um, Scarface the tarpon. Okay. And Scarface the tarpon is no longer with us, but this is a neat story. So, okay. but I, I'm sure you know of the thing that happened here, even if you don't okay. know it yet, of where, what, what Scarface led to. So. Our story begins in Isla Morada, Florida, the okay. Florida Keys. We're going all. We started in the north, northern yeah. part of the Panhandle. We're all the way in the Keys now. A guy named Robbie Reckwert. He, uh, he and his wife owned a little fishing and diving excursion company in, in the in the Keys in Isla Morada, uh-huh. where they you know took people off for fishing trips and diving yeah. off their little pier. One day, Robbie found a tarpon struggling in shallow waters. Walked up to this tarpon. And uh, he went to free it and found that it had the right side of its jaw torn open. So some somehow this tarpon yeah. had an accident and its, and its jaw was torn open. So he took the tarpon back to the little boat dock, the little fishing shack they had, and he tried to keep it alive. Now, this is crazy because he had like a, so- a soft spot for a tarpon. There's a lot of tarpon out there. It's a fish. Yeah. For some reason, he decided, I'm going to take this tarpon in and, and try to rehab it. So he put it in the shrimp tank. They have a big, if you've been to any bait shop in Florida, they usually have like a live shrimp tank. Okay. We've got a lot of oxygen flowing in there. So he put this tarpon in the shrimp tank. And uh, kind of try to nurse it back to health. He called up a doctor friend of his named Doc Roach. I don't know what kind of doctor he is. He's a a doctor in the middle of the Keys. Then he called out and said, Doc, can you take a look at this tarpon? I don't know if this is his normal type of patient. So his doctor friend, Doc Roach, showed up and uh, gave the tarpon stitches to fix his jaw. He actually sewed stitches into this tarpon's face. This guy's a fisherman. This guy owned a... 
fishing and diving company in the Keys. Like in this mid, this is he the mid seventies. By oh, the way, oh, I can eat right. this fish. Did I tell you this? This is from nineteen seventy six. Did okay. I get to that part? Yes. No, so you didn't say that. Mid seventies, Florida Keys. Okay. Kind of a wild, you know, lawless, lawless <laughs> land down there. <laughs> really? So he, gets, I'm, I can fix this fish. This this guy did to this tarpon what uh, Morgan Freeman's character did for Winter. So he fixed. <laughs> He sewed stitches okay. into this tarpon's face, which is why he he earned the Became nickname Star- Scarface. Scarface, Scarface yeah. the tarpon. So, oh wait, I I wonder if this is gonna be. I think I remember this now. You know where this is going? I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm I'm incorporating different. So Scarface memories. would be a very old tarpon if he was still alive. So okay. I'm assuming he's no longer with us. But Scarface lived in that shrimp tank for six months okay. before Robbie decided I'm gonna release. He's Scarface right. back into the wild. Yeah. I think it's time to go. So he rehabbed this tarpon, released yep. it back into the wild. Got it. Underneath his pier. Okay. And Scarface decided to hang around. Okay. He was being fed by Robbie all the time, and he decided that I'm just going to kind of hang out here. Robbie fed this tarpon underneath the pier. So because Robbie was feeding and his wife, Luna, or not Luna, sorry, uh, his wife, um, did I say Luna? I don't know. Mona, sorry. Okay. They were feeding they were feeding this tarpon every day. More tarpon decided to show up. Hey, there's free food over here, guys. Yeah. So, okay, now there's more tarpon that they're being fed every day. That led to more tarpon showing up. Okay. Next thing you know, there's well over a hundred tarpon living under Robbie's pier. Okay. Now, have you ever heard of the, the Robbie's of Isla Morada, where it's a major attraction now? They've got there's a restaurant there, a bar there. You can rent kayaks. You can go fishing. You can go scuba diving, snorkeling, all in one. It's got every water sport thing you can do under the under the sun. It's actually considered like the place to be, man, in okay. Isla Morada. That is what this is now. This this eventually morphed into this. And this is world famous for the place where you can walk out onto the pier. You can pay two and a half bucks to walk out onto the pier spend four bucks for a bucket of fish and reach your hand down in there and just hand feed tarpon right off the pier in the keys wow uh even if you've you may not have seen this but this is kind of like one of those things that's been on like the the travel channel back before travel channel turned into ghosts and monsters and aliens but just old school florida cool attraction huh. this is kind of one of the world famous things you'll see like instagram models i'm in alamorada feeding the that's really tarpon cool. underneath i feel this like pier. i want to so, go do that yeah so ever since this scarface showed up there and they started feeding him all the other tarpons showed up and they're still there if you google robbie's of robbie's of alamorada and look for pictures of it though it's insane there's like pictures of just thick thick schools of tarpon underneath this pier to this very day that's so awesome. it's a very neat very neat story i just love how that just sort of happened. Yeah. Like that just sort of happened. And, and it became like this uh, water sports dynasty down there in, in yeah. Alamorada you now, based around Scarface the Tarpon. Very cool. That's awesome. So I have one more. Okay. I have one more. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, these are fish, tarpon, buffalo, bison, whatever you want to call them. We got alligators. But where's Florida's most famous fantastic beast, Andy? Uh,. The manatee? The skunk ape. Oh, God. I can't do a list like this without talking about the skunk ape. Okay. I knew you were going to roll your eyes at me. I even I even told myself, I got to ask her, you're going to roll your eyes. Yeah, you were right. So the skunk ape, if you're not uh, aware of him, her, uh, this is um, Florida's version of Bigfoot. Yep. And uh, there's not really any place to see it. 
No, but, there, but there's an Skunk Ape Research Institute. There in is. South there's Florida. there's the re, the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters. I want to say we've talked about this before. We have. Okay, I know we have. Yeah. So there's a guy by the name of Dave Sheely who he claims to have seen the Skunk Ape when he was 10 years old. He says that there he doesn't he doesn't just say he insists there are seven to nine Skunk Apes currently living in the Everglades, and he's made it his life mission to spread the word of the Skunk Ape. He started his little museum down there in the Florida Everglades. It's on the Tamiami Trail. It's about 35 miles uh, was that southeast of Naples. So it's it's in there. Yeah. It's not just a skunk ape place. You can go camping there. There's little eco tours you can take out into the Everglades. You can learn about, you know, real Everglades stuff. Oh, I thought um, you were going to say real skunk apes. If you don't think the, ever, the skunk ape is real, uh, this Dave Sheely will probably... Convince you. Probably. He will convince you. Um, he sells lots of skunk ape merchandise there of course i need to get a skunk ape research headquarters t-shirt because man that'd be fun and he actually sells a book called um the skunk ape what did i have it here my notes here guide Uh, to everything thank you the everglades (laughs) skunk ape research field guide so he sells it online and in the ochopee headquarters that's the name of the town oh god i'm sorry about this i had to finish with the skunk ape and he He's got tips on how to find and bait one, including uh, uh, putting out lima beans. Lima beans are the skunk ape's favorite treat. Okay. It's called the skunk ape because it stinks real bad. I guess it's living in the swamps, living in alligators. It's living with alligators and muck and mud. And uh, so if you want to research the skunk ape, you can go check this place out. I want to go here just to buy a t-shirt. Okay. Now I bet we can buy one online so we don't have to go there. That would ruin all the fun. <laughs> and if you go to their website, it's uh, skunkapeinfo. Scott, skunkape.info. Of course it is. Because you can't even buy the .com, <laughs> .com domain. I went to .com. It takes you nowhere. It yeah. takes you to like a 401 not found or whatever site. Like, why couldn't you buy the .com? The first thing you see. Now, he actually updated his website. So that last, last time I went to it, like a year ago, it was very 1990s GeoCities. Now it's kind of like it looks legit. And he's got... Okay. He's got a YouTube video of a skunk ape documentary on there, which I didn't have time to watch before this, but I, I oh, am going to do it. That's unfortunate. And I'm going to give you a full review. But now skunk apes are mostly... Now, if you don't want to go to the headquarters... And he's, you want, not, he's not going to give you a full review. I, I promise. Uh, I won't make you sit through that. I'm gonna, I'll, give you, I'll give you a one-word <laughs> review. A thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> one star, five stars. Now, if you can't make it to the skunk ape research headquarters in Ochopee, Florida... Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever I said it was. <laughs> uh, there are places you can look for them. The Ocala National Forest has a few sightings. That's up north. Most of the sightings are in the Everglades. Yeah, but there's been a few in the o- uh, Ocala National it's a po- Forest. Possible it could have been a bear. There are a lot of bears that live there. So. Yeah. N- a lot. Non-coincidentally, <laughs> uh, there's been some sightings in the Florida Panhandle, Southern Georgia, and, and Alabama, also where lots of bears live. Yes. I put that in my notes here. I said, where bears live. <laughs> but some high-profile sightings, and I went on YouTube, went on YouTube and looked at these. Uh-huh. Miyaka River State Park, which is near Sarasota. It's a big place. Yeah. And there was a really notable one that kind of went viral among this Bigfoot hunting community in uh, Lettuce Lake Park. Oh gosh! And here's the thing. Here okay, so I watched the Full lettuce. Circle. I know I watched the lettuce lake one because this is a local park that we've been to countless times, and it's a really cool place. It's like a piece of. It's a beautiful park. Right, it's, it's a really like beautiful a park. Piece of river, Florida, old Florida nature, right in the middle of Tampa. Yeah, and it is connected to the Hillsborough River, so there is technically a way that the skunk ape could come down from like North Florida to there. But oh my gosh! So I watched the video. 
And I got to say, it's it was probably messed with or whatever, but I can kind of picture the part of the park they were in. It was something else. I'm not saying <laughs> I believe it, but it was... It made me. It sounds like you're saying you believe it. <laughs> I had to watch it a couple times to unconvince myself that oh, it wasn't geez. a dude walking around in a Chewbacca costume. <laughs> I'll have to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you right after this. Oh gosh! And you come back next week and tell me what you think. If you are a believer, I'm not in the Florida skunk ape. Okay. So that's all I got. Those are my fantastic Florida beasts and where to find them. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way that you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There is also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time.